Hey, Amy. Yeah, Casey? It's been a while since we've it's done been like, a while. Since we've done one of these episodes. Where have we been? <gasps> Been hello. We've been hello. Uh, welcome back to Talk Nerdy to Me, baby. Where we talk nerdy to you, baby. Or kitty. Or kitties. Uh, we have, you know, we took a sabbatical. Things happen. Life happens, and we're just making content. And Make, lightsabers. Happen. And lightsabers happen. We're just making stuff as we are able, and eventually we'll get on a schedule again. But hey, our episodes come out on Tuesdays. That's consistent. It's true. Yes. Yeah. A lot of stuff has happened and yet nothing has happened. And yet somehow it still makes us busy and, you know, holidays and... Bah humbug. So, yeah, hello. We also, in the midst of all of that, watched a few things. We did. We thought we would come back and do basically what we started doing at the beginning. That's what you should have done in, in the, the beginning. beginning. Now, that's from a video of like the worst voice acting moments ever. It's pretty hilarious. Yes. But what we started was actually doing like mass reviews of movies. Mass reviews. Back when movie mass <laughs> was out. I am sorry. I know that we're recording podcasts, but the visual that you should see is this. <laughs> <laughs> There's just a cat poking through. Just being a little creeper. Yes. It's just funny. Um, anyway. Dang this it. This reminds me of the recording for Bo Burnham's What? Where he's like, yeah, we're recording the CD tonight. So great to start off with eight minutes of mime jokes. It's it's amazing to, you know, just get back into the swing of things. Like things have never changed. Sorry, I'm trying to get a visual for. One of those things that's never changed is the cat. Yes. What a beautiful shot. Maybe we'll use this for promotion. I was trying to get it with her le- her face like still smooshed. But if she does it again, I will take it and we can use it as a podcast photo. But until then. Yeah, behind the scenes that you can't really see, but you see the result of. Anyway, so yeah, we've watched a handful of things. And so we figured we'd get some, you know, quick reviews since some of them. It could be a combination of either we don't have too much to say to fill an episode or it's not as relevant and we're bringing it back around and we just decided to scoop it up in one big scoop so here's the scoop on our scoops hey well where are we starting with casey casey is the list person it's true i make lists in my sleep baby starting with marvel's what if marvel's what if marvel marvel's what if or Marvel's What If, if you're like that. An, did we not do an episode on What If? No. Yeah, we did. We did? We did. Okay, well. We did. That was like the last thing that we did. Well, we there did you what, go. What if, if? Eh? Ah, uh, yes. Well, then there you go. Go watch our episode on that. 
Watch uh, our episode. Watch our, epi- watch our episode with your ears. Watch it. Yeah, let's let's uh, watch your. It's been a while. And watch your hands go to the the podcast listening thing and pick the episode. Yeah, obviously you can tell we're a bit frosty. Uh, but yeah, so we watched that, and then we watched Eternals. We watched Eternals. You were just not giving up on this photo, are no, you? No, I really wanted it. Sorry, I don't we think watched... she's gonna give it to you. No, we wanted so we watched Eternals. Thoughts. I liked it. I, I liked it more than people seem to say that they liked it. I think I liked it more than you based on our discussions. Maybe. I, like, there were parts of it that I just found, like, disappointing, but in jumbled. Like, I feel like yeah. the pacing was really weird. So it was a little clunky, but, like, I enjoyed it as a thing. I thought that the characters were interesting. Um, I think that, like, my favorite people... I wish they got more. I think it it was an ensemble movie that wasn't quite sure how to ensemble. Before and also... you keep going, I just want to throw a spoiler warning just in case we, you, you know, something slips out in case people haven't seen it. I mean, we're, there were walking spoiler warnings. So, I just thought I'd throw it out there just in case before you keep going, but... Yes, but like... I think that the movie just struggled a little bit with being an ensemble movie as well as being a movie about different time periods. Because I feel like we, I, we talked about it. I feel like we should have gotten all of the flashbacks at once. Maybe one or two. That was probably the biggest, one of the biggest things for me. It's just like, it, it was, I don't know. I, I just felt like that could have been done better. And maybe, you know, director's cut or like fan cut or something might have just put the... The flashback stuff, at least in a better order than than yeah. how it happened. It just felt really jarring at times to really, like, when the flashback would start. Because we'd be, like, finally gaining momentum with, like, present day story and then... Yeah, and it's like... But it didn't feel like something that was connected to, like, what was about to happen or what just happened. Yep. It was just kind of there. And I'm like, you know, we could have gotten this all at once or just, you know... I, I, I figured... There might be a lot more of, and not saying you have to do it this way, but I thought it would be a lot more sequential because the flashback moments didn't didn't really like reveal things that should should have been revealed later. You know what I mean? That I think there was maybe one that did, but also it even that flashback felt like it had a weird place and pace. Yeah, and that's like the the big reveal at the end when we flash back to the farm. Yeah. And I'm just like, that felt weird. And I just, I don't know. I I didn't enjoy Angelina Jolie's dependency on everything. Even though I enjoyed their relationship and I really, really liked the guy. Like, I, I didn't enjoy the arc of her character. And I didn't really enjoy... Also, for people that have seen Train to Busan, they gave him the exact same death from that. <laughs> like, the over-the-shoulder Spoiler. bite. We, I said it. I know. I just didn't. It wasn't me. I know, but I figured we were get, you were getting there, so. Yeah. Man, I, I gave the warning. I know. I just wanted to poke fun. But I, I was sad that he died out of, like, all the people. I didn't like Mr. Telepath, not purple man dude. Oh, people love him. I don't get uh, it Jewig. at all druid which yeah. i'm just like just just say druid druid's a word you can say but druid. like i don't like him i didn't like him at all like 
I, I, I understood where his character was coming from, but you know, there's even that moment of like, he kind of sucks. And yet they, they, they have a line of pointing out like, Oh, he sucks. And yet they still want you to root for him. And I'm just kind of like, eh, not really. And then the one lady just like sat in the spaceship the whole time. And then, which was like, sure, you get some fun product placements of what she thinks is like important artifacts of the time. But like, she doesn't get to do anything. Yeah, for like, was like Macari, yeah. which is so close to Mercari. Yes. <laughs> which is, I just want to call her Mercari because it's so close. <laughs> but like, so I feel like we didn't get enough of that. And I really liked uh, Brian Tyler Henry. Tyree Henry. Tyree Henry. Yeah. Um, I really liked his character. I wish we got more of him just as a person. Um, I really liked uh, Gemma Chan. Gemma? Gemma. Gemma. I'm really bad at names, people. <laughs> um, Gemma Chan. And I liked her a lot. Even if, like, some of her storylines, I'm just like, cool. Yeah, I mean, I think she was good. And I think, you know, I think she I mean, she I think was... she, she and uh, the paper boy were the best things about the movie. <laughs> I it's, it's so much. I just want to call him paper boy. Call him Brian or Festos as his name I couldn't was. remember what his name was in the movie. Um... Because I see him and I think it's Paperboy, the podcaster. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I like Cersei and I think that she was the, you know, I I think character wise, she was the rightful person to uh, be the leader after. Um, well, now I'm forgetting Salma Hayek's character's name. Yeah, I I would try to. There are lots of names in the, that There's movie. a lot of names and they're all Greek. <laughs> And it's like, I, w- it's not Arrakis. Oh, that's the other thing we almost watched. <laughs> what? Dune. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, her storyline made me sad. And just the way it was told made me sad. Yeah. And it was, you know, they're, they're like, oh, it's cool because we changed her character was originally a, a male character. We made it a woman, and you know she's the leader of the Eternals. I'm like, cool, and she's immediately off. <laughs> yep. But, um, I did like how at the end, um, Icarus like flew away, and I was just like, oh, we're we just gonna let him go. And I'm like, looking at the sun. I'm like, hmm, Icarus, you should you should fly into the sun. Oh wow, he listened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Like, I think as, like, a change of pace. I was also just surprised with how little Kit Harrington was in this movie. Like, I knew it wasn't about him. I... I guess that this movie isn't about him. Well, I saw, like, uh, whenever I was just, like, looking at general stuff on the, the cast, was, like, he was near the bottom. And so I was like, oh, okay, this is probably just going to be, like, he's just probably going to bookend the movie. And he pretty much did, with, like, one scene in the middle. But <laughs> he pretty much just bookends the movie. Yeah. And to be honest, one of the best parts for me was oh my god we got the voice of blade which did not know until later but oh my god's blade i just like blade also we have to talk about the the funny thing that happened with our experience um specific to us when we were watching the movie um i was i think you leaned over and said something of like what is this guy from or like who is this dude when talking about druid and i was like oh he's from He's from Dunkirk, oh. <laughs> and he's actually like really good. And his character's trajectory in that movie is really sad. And then 
you just giggled because you knew. <laughs> yeah, I knew. Uh, big spoiler alert. That the post credit scene was Harry Styles, <laughs> who is also like, in Dunkirk. Oh, it's just Dunkirk party up in here. I know. He said that, and I'm like, remind me at the end to tell you why that's funny. <laughs> and then I figured it out as soon yes. as he popped up. I'm like, <laughs> Dunkirk. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, Eternals. Yeah. I would give it, like, a 6 out of 10, 7 out of 10 give it probably closer to like 7.5 or 8 um i was sad that camille's character just kind of was just like nah i'm out yeah, for the last was, battle that was weird i guys stop fighting i'm just gonna remove he removed himself from the narrative for a little bit well that and i the ending was a little weird we are going to be kidnapped by the celestial goodbye <laughs> yeah because it makes the whole wrap-up of the other thing feel a little anticlimactic because you don't have that big moment in a wrap-up. It's a big moment and then like yeah, movie two. And, you know, I feel like if Camille's character did kind of did engage in the fight and, you know, still had that, oh, I like, I see both sides and like, well, I don't agree kind of like stop fighting and, you know, he could have gotten in the middle of it and could have attacked both a little bit mm-hmm. and just kind of like ah uh, pp on this side ah crap i don't want to hurt my friends uh pp on this side oh no either way i'm hurting my friend like that could have been a really interesting um third uh angle from of of the the final fight yeah i would um, also ask like does being an eternal and being like borderline immortal um kind of negate consequence cuz like you have Tink, or whatever her name was, um, Sprite. Uh, Sprite, yeah, <laughs> Tink, because she's compared to Tinkerbell. Yeah, well, that is apparently supposed to have inspired Tink- Peter Pan and Tinkerbell and all yeah. that. Um, but Sprite, like, about face in love with Icarus and then all this stuff, and then they're just like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. You I literally, literally stabbed yeah, you in the back. I stabbed you in the back. No, I no, literally stabbed you in the back just a few minutes ago. But, yeah, you know, it's but fine. But it's all fine. I'm just like. Because Cersei's not like a regular mom. She's a cool mom. <laughs> but, yeah. that I, w- Like, that kind of stuff was weird. So, I think that was kind of a missed opportunity. And also, like, Druig had mind controlled this entire commune forever? At least for, like, I think. I think they said how much it was something like 30 to 50 years or something, but still, like yeah. it was a, it was a it's, while. It's it was like still mind control for like multi-generations. It, which like, that's not okay. And like, I under, like, I did actually like that part of the morality of like, okay, well you shouldn't do that. And he's like, no, I don't know. I don't want to either, but they're going to die if you don't like that. That struggle and, you know, that that question, I really liked that part. And it's just like, well, my powers are really, really helpful, but they're also very immoral. Yeah. And so it's like, well, what do I do? You know, I could make things better. And so, like, I did like that side of things of, you know, some of the the moral questions that add up. like and, and I have to hand it to to Chloe Zhao. Like it did more than anything else. It did still managed to feel kind of like an indie art house sort of movie yeah. 
which I, I, I did appreciate that. And, you know, it, it felt different in that way. Um, just, you know, structurally and just, you know, I, <laughs> I, I remember walking out thinking, I'm like, that was the most DC Marvel movie I've ever seen <laughs> for good and bad reasons. Yeah, I can see that. Um, because it was because Superman. Yeah. And like, but the, it was just very um, philosophical and just, you know, it was a for like as much as there were positive and like happy things, there was a lot of pondering and kind of dark and depressing moments in it too. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, overall, overall, I, I definitely did. I did like it. Um, the, the only other thing I wanted to say is something I cannot remember at this very moment. Okay, we'll circle back around. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, the next... Oh, yeah. We did also see uh, Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Oh, we did see Venom, we did, Let There Be Carnage. Before that, yeah, before we saw Eternals, we saw that and did a double feature, uh, Venom, Let There Be Carnage, and then No Time to Die. Yeah. So, for No Time to Die, I figured we might do, like, a whole Bond episode. Yeah, once I... Uh, re reassess my knowledge of Bond. Yeah, maybe closer to like when it comes out. Because listen, I've seen every Daniel Craig Bond movie once, except for Skyfall, in which I've lost count. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and I've seen all of the Bond movies and it was a big, big thing growing up. So, yeah, I, I think we'll do that on a future episode. Yeah, but um, how did you like No Time to Die just in a general sense? Oh, I really liked it. I thought so it was, did I. I thought it was really good and definitely one of the better um, Bond movies and bet one of the better uh, Daniel Craig movies. Probably, I would, I think it's definitely in my top five Bond movies. Well, it's in my top three probably, but <laughs> then I can really only fully remember like enough to say that I have I can like definitively say three of them. <laughs> Like, I, I saw the ones with Vesper uh, and, like, Ava Green and stuff, but I, I don't remember them very well. So, I mean, Skyfall is still my number one. <laughs> it is Skyfall. Speaking of, well, you watched the Adele thing. I did watch the Adele thing. You just yeah. watched the proposal. Yeah, it was very not, you will, But you, yet you will not watch the proposal. I mean, I'm sure I will at some point. But yeah, I watched the Adele thing. It was fun. I I enjoyed it. I like Adele enough. There you go. We watched the Billie Eilish thing. Are we going through those kind of things? Uh, I mean, I was going more through movies and you mentioned Adele or you sang Skyfall. So I was like, Adele. Um, but yeah, so let's talk Venom. Let there be carnage. It's a fun movie. Yeah. Yeah, that's like... Legitimately, like, I, I don't think it's a great movie, but it was fun. I enjoyed it. A lot of the plot doesn't make any darn sense. And then the post-credit was like, whoa. Yeah. I, uh, I mean. I, I enjoy Tom Hardy's Eddie Brock a lot. I, I do too. And, you know, I think overall, I mean, everyone liked the crap on the the first one, but I, I really liked the first one. I, I had a really good time in the theater just watching him go crazy Nuts. yeah especially like you know him sitting in a water tank mm-hmm. with, like a lobster well, they, tank they're I'm like, just like let's just make all of that a movie yeah and i'm just like cool yeah I'd... i mean my favorite thing was the banter between eddie and venom like and that's 
this entire thing is their quarrel. I still think that they're like, I still would like an entire movie of Michelle Williams, her character in with as Venom, because like just those little nuggets just make me so hungry for oh, more of their, her as the Venom. The apology scene yeah. was really good. Like, I, I don't need any more carnage. No, I mean, we're, we got it. We're done. Yep. They said, let there be carnage. And there was. And that's that. And then it's like. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're done. We did it. We're in. We're out. Bang, bing, bang, boom. We're done. We're in another universe. Yep. Cool. Gotta go. Boom. I know, which is the sad thing, because I don't know if we're going to get Michelle Williams then. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I, I feel like, I mean, only time will tell. We did manage to get tickets because we have awesome friends. We do have awesome friends. So we will be seeing uh, Spider-Man, and I'm sure we'll do an episode on that. Yes. Um, So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, much like, you know, the the end credits of this. Spoiler. I mean, you know, we're always doing spoilers. Um, But, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he's, you know, goes, and he's in in the MCU, and then he is back to Sony land. Right. You know, (laughs) I would not be surprised if he's just like, well, that was a weird few so, hours or day okay uh back to my life i guess so yeah i mean and they they announced just today that um that they're doing at least three more there's at least three more spider-man appearances mm-hmm. whether it'll be full movies or like another well, trilogy we already or not, know that but... he makes a small appearance in uh multiverse of madness yeah i think this is outside of that even outside of that mm-hmm. and not the cartoon Right. Yeah. Outside of that as well. But they said like he is the MCU Spider-Man and Sony is like <laughs> the Amy Pascal said something to the effect of like, yeah, we're, we're, we're having a good time. So why not keep doing it? And to me, that was like her way of saying, hey, this has been we thought we couldn't reach a deal. And but this has been so lucrative for both of us. So we're just going to keep doing it. It's like symbiotic. Of a relationship. So, yeah, they're just like, oh, yeah, we're making too much money. You guys really, really like this. So we're just going to we're just going to keep doing it. And so, yeah, even though Tom Holland was like, I don't know if I'm going to keep doing it. Maybe they should do other stuff like Miles or something. I mean, they can and probably will. But, yeah, it seems like he is. Their spider. Yeah, he's he's here to stay as the MCU Spider-Man. But, Yeah. yeah. But as far as Venom, he can he can pop all over the place. Who cares? The rules. There's he's just a turd in the wind. Yep, and <laughs> turds in the wind have no rules. It's <laughs> very true. So, do you want to talk another time to death, or did we? I mean, yeah, I think we'll we'll give that its due diligence okay. at the thing. It was yeah for that. It was very good. I I liked it a lot, and I think Daniel Craig is definitely my favorite James Bond. And then probably Pierce Brosnan, hot take. But, you know, we'll save that for another, another, I like another, Q. What's, another way to die. I was like, there's a, there's a James Bond song that starts with another. Is it the one by Madonna? No, that's <laughs> Die Another Day. Another Way to Die was the Jack White, Alicia Alicia Keys mm. one from Quantum of Solace, everyone's favorite James Bond movie. But anyway, I said sarcasm. Yeah, most people don't like that one. I don't. I mean, remember. I don't mind it. 
that's the thing. It's just forgettable. I mean, I don't remember much besides three of them because they're the only one is the most recent and the other two I've seen more than once. I'm giving a thumbs up. Yay. I'm still Plus trying that. to remember the one other thing I wanted to say about um about the about Eternals, but I thought I'm sure you did just, tell me. I thought I think there was still like one other little thing I wanted to I don't know. But we can circle back again. Yep. Like What's the Eternals. <laughs> What's next? Uh so we watched Tick Tick Boom. We did watch Tick Tick Boom. So we haven't actually we haven't really talked much about it. So what were your thoughts on the movie? On Tick Tick Boom? Um, it covered a part of hit Jonathan Larson's uh life that I didn't know much about. And I was surprised on how little it touched on rent. Like, how little. Given that that's, like, his... Magnum opus? Yes. Uh, it's his legacy. What as, is legacy? As uh, the director would say. Um, it was cool to see Lin-Manuel direct something and, like, what his vision would be. Um, Andrew Garfield was good. I, I laugh at Andrew Garfield and I can't help it. Like, I can't help it. It's not that he's a bad actor. He was a good actor. He was a good singer. He was very heartfelt. I had tears. I like to think he parts. still is. <laughs> yeah, I had tears at parts, but I still like see him and I'm just like Andrew Garfield. Listen, he is the best actor that a Laffy Taffy could possibly be. <laughs> <laughs> I know. He's just a lovely he's also nerd. Just rope. like the 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 guy, uh, me. Beaker. Yes. <laughs> Oh, man. If they made a live-action Muppets where the Muppets were live-action. Wait, is he? No, I don't think he's in the new Muppets thing. No. But but if if, if the Muppets were live-action where the Muppets were played by live-action people, he, he would be, be bigger. Especially with that Jonathan Larson hair. Yes. That's um, the key. The songs were fun. Were they made for the movie or were they from the so, show Tick, Tick, Boom? Yeah, it was from the show Tick, Tick, Boom. I don't think that there were any um original songs for this movie um i know that there were some songs that i believe were cut from tick tick boom or were like weren't in in that show that were brought back or Mm -hmm. you know and there were some rearrangements of things and because from what i know from what i was researching on the the tick tick boom show itself it's like a three-person show Mm -hmm. um and so there was that one song near the end um, where the two ladies are singing and he's kind of like putting it together and he's imagining yep. her singing. Um, that was just one person, obviously, in the in the show, but they wanted to put it in. They did it that way in the movie to give it a lot more uh, gravitas. Yeah, I, I will say like some of the. Some of the like. Order. Felt a little weird. Like, there were moments when, where I was like, I felt like we jumped around in a weird way. Yeah, I can kind of understand that, even though, I mean, they didn't, but I, I still kind of got yeah, that feeling. It, I know what you mean. Because, like, I liked using the show, the Tick, Tick, Boom show, as a narrative device. Like, I liked yeah. that a lot. And I liked the way it was put together. But there were just some times where we jumped to something else. I'm like, oh, oh okay. And, like, it wasn't that it didn't feel like it fit. It just was just, like, oh, we're here now. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. Yeah. 
Um, and I kind of felt that way when it jumped to the the big diner scene. Yeah. But that part was so amazing that I was just like, yeah. okay, I don't. It, it's because like all the scenes were really good. Like yeah. I enjoyed it. There was a lot of cameos, and it was always just like spot the cameos, and then the diner scene happened. And it's like, I know I had to, I had to go back a couple times. It's like, Amy, look, 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 look. Yes, every person look, look, there. Look, look, look. Licky, licky. I thought. I, I honestly was going to be upset. I thought I was going to be upset with the movie because I was like, where's Christopher Jackson? You can't do anything with Lynn and not have Christopher Jackson. I like. I think the our own multiverse of madness would explode if there's no Christopher Jackson. And then he was just there. He was just there in the audience. Yeah. Um, but I know a lot of people now are like, you know, it's, it's hitting differently even in like the short time that it's been out um, yeah. because of Sondheim. Sondheim. Um, the but yeah i know there's i i it was interesting to find out stuff and so like i guess the thing that i liked the least was the same thing i liked the least about most like biopics is the stuff that they change to make it more dramatic for a movie yeah and so like that's the stuff that i don't like but i also thought it was interesting i had no idea he really knew sodheim that much yeah i i mean I, to that extent. Yeah, I, I'm i not sure exactly how much that was played up, but they definitely knew each other. And they, like, he had definitely helped on some things and like on the show. And um, so I'm not sure what level to or what extent that was. But I know that it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they did definitely know each other. Um, But. What was I, I going to say? Oh, yeah. And. Yeah, I mean, I know it was, it's, you know, the whole theme of the the movie and of the show is, you know, like, much like Hamilton, running out of time for mm-hmm. for everything. And so I know that, you know, he was, you know, putting all of this into his one w- workshop and put putting all of his eggs in one basket and everything. His and one song. His one song, Glory. And uh, there was, you know. We should also mentioned that we both act, are really big fans of Rent. Yes, that probably is. So, like, color us biased. I was going to get to the, um, the, all, I wanted to touch on, like, all of the Rent references and homages and everything. Yeah. Uh, but for Sondheim, I know they, the, the Jewish thing when someone passes is, may their memory be a blessing. So I wanted to, to mention that. I saw a thing on that of, like, you know, instead of, resting they say may their memory be a blessing so i wanted to do that uh for sondheim um but yeah um i i you know he kind of is portrayed there's a lot of points where he's kind of a jerk and by kind of i mean a lot yeah yeah but apparently like it wasn't always that way and so some of that may have been dramatized but i'm just like even though it was dramatized 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 bad drama (laughs) Uh, you know some of it was done that way for the show and for the the movie um but i because i was like i i watched the documentary i think it was on the the blu-ray of the last the the live last show on broadway Mm -hmm. of rent live or whatever um and so there was a little documentary about jonathan larson and that's kind of what this was about because like the whole superbia thing like i knew some of it because of that little mini documentary 
Um, and so I was like, I'm pretty sure he was with someone when he died. And so the lady um, that they portrayed that Susan movie. is based on, um, it, they were still together. And so I was like, okay, maybe he, you know, maybe it wasn't entirely like that. But I'm sure that, you know, he couldn't have been pleasant it, all of the time. And, no, and like, you know, I can see when it comes to artists working on their stuff, there is a level of necessary selfishness that has to take place. And I say that as someone who like can be that person, but also who can live with people who do that. And it's a necessary selfishness to be able to make the thing that you're trying to make because it takes time and energy. And it's hard for people outside of that, that personal bubble of creating something to be able to deal with that. Like, it's not a fun thing. And so, like, I 100% was like, yeah, there are plenty of points in that movie where I'm like, she should leave him. But also, like, she comes back at the end, so it's not implied that they stay parted forever. Yeah, but I don't think, I think in real life, um, I think the lady's name was Janet, like, they never broke up. Mm. So I don't, you know, I'm not sure how, what exactly happened versus, you know, yeah. all that. But yeah, and I mean, it seems like Lynn likes writing things about people that are obsessed with their Gee, creations. <laughs> it's like he can identify with it or something. Uh, yeah, but uh, the, the, the part in the movie that was honestly like one of my favorite parts because you know it was what immediately stopped him in his tracks ah yes <laughs> that part was great but the part Sorry. for me that you know while he was kind of being a jerk for a while and was spiraling the part that flipped it back around for in his favor for me at least like as a character and narratively speaking was when his friend tells him that he has aids and he said why didn't you tell me you tried. tried and so like the look on his face and his delivery of that line i was just like yeah that was what immediately stops him in his tracks and you know whether or how that happened in real life you know yeah. we, we don't exactly know but you know the the implication is like oh i messed up but this is gonna it, it was it's the going spark, to be a change for me the spark that it but it the spark that ignited what would eventually become rent yep um, so, which let's talk about that a little bit of like, you know, all there, there were lots of little yes things. The, his friend who was definitely the inspiration of like the, the scene with, um, the will I lose my dignity and all that kind of stuff. The, yeah. the friend who was definitely angel. Yeah. That dies calls him. In, yeah. Um, all of the phone messages. Speak. The beginning where they're like talking about a tech and it's like the speaker won't delay. Yeah. Like um, even the beginning of the, the movie is is a, like the beginning. It's like Mark. Yeah. There was I kept imagining, the power blows. Uh, I kept imagining someone to be like, today I shoot without a script. <laughs> and the when the he lists the names of his friends that have passed from eight, um, those are the names that are used in in rent uh during support group because i was i was like oh yes i i, I did that show mm -hmm. I, I several times and i was like oh yes i remember those names <laughs> uh but yeah there was just lots of 
There's a lot of little nods. Yeah, and I know like one point he, I think it was like on the piano or something, he plays the beginning of One Song Glory. There's a little bit of that in there. And so, yeah, just... And that's his also overarching thing during a lot of this is finding the one song that will improve his his workshop. And I just kept waiting and waiting for that. <laughs> like, I knew it wasn't going to come. Yeah. But, like, it was just so much that Roger with his song. So instead of waiting for Godot, it was waiting for Roger. Yes. <laughs> Which there was someone named Roger in this. And in this. I, I'm sure we'll do an episode on Hawkeye, but you can also mention your disappointment with just the one thing. Ah, yes. the Because it's related. The backfiring of, of Hawkeye, which uh, as of this point, it the first is. two episodes yes, are out. we've only seen two episodes. And we're, we both are enjoying it so far. Yeah. Um, but they make Rogers the musical and have Adam Pascal as random passerby New York lover number one instead of Steve Rogers. And he could have had the moment of, I'm Rogers. Like, it would have been great. Also, just just give me, give me the show. Come on, give me it. Come on, give, give me, me it. Give, give me. me. Come on, give me it. <laughs> yeah. The... I don't but, care how cringe it is. I need it in all of its entirety. I need it in its full one song glory. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, we'll talk about Hawkeye later. I just, it was related and I felt the need to kind of... Because Anna Pascal yes. is a, a hopeless person <laughs> in this movie. Yes, <laughs> it's true. He's a bum. Along with uh, Wilson Jermaine Arreda. I forget his last name. Hmm. I forget his last name. Um, and then Daphne Rubin Vega, who was in In the Heights. And it's all connected. Where, 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 where? Um, they also, like, Susan also plays the part of kind of like Benny. Yeah. In a lot of it. Yeah. And there was. What happened to Benny? But also with a little bit, there was that, like, dream sequence song um, at his friend's new place. Mm-hmm. Um, that was very. He mentioned something of, like, you know. That let's let's do our work and get paid Maybe. like that part yep. that that was very ah yes the what what Benny was trying to do yes oh poor Benny they oh. just such a misunderstood boy he really is he's not doing it he's not doing pretty much anything wrong <laughs> <laughs> there there are many people who would would agree with you that Benny is the true protagonist of Rent and is. <laughs> And it's just like trying to trying to help his asshole friends. Yeah. Who ignore And then they call my loving supportive parents. parents Who would give me my rent money if I just asked. (laughs) How dare they? Also, like I I think it was And they cut it, but Mimi's mom is also in that show being supportive. Yeah. And just like the whole like buzz line, oh selling out. And it's like it's really not that bad. No, but Especially, it's also like, do, do, do you not know that sometimes you have to work jobs you don't particularly like to get to jobs where you do? Yeah, and that job was definitely not, like, that bad. No. Like, you have to film some news stuff, dude. Yep. Um, but, anyway, I I really liked it, and, I don't know, I'm, I'm in the oh, mood to watch it Oh, are we not just reviewing again. Rent? <laughs> <laughs> we could, we could... We could shoot without a script and do a whole episode on rent at some point if we felt like it. We could. 
But only if you all want us to. Mm-hmm. You have um, to let us know. The other thing that I thought was really cool was when he was swimming and the musical notes on the, like, the, mm-hmm. the, the floor of the, the pool uh, was, was really cool. Sorry, I was distracted by armpits. <laughs> that entire song. Just stare me in the face. Well, it's a thing that people have. I know. It was just the way that the camera was focused. <laughs> there was just like so much just armpit, armpit, armpit. And I'm just like, why? But yeah, uh, I mean, I guess one of the other things is I just went like the, the three, you know, Andrew Garfield's getting all of the attention as well he should for his part. But I really liked all three of the, the leads in this. E. They're all really, really good. And we're all really strong. Um, and so I'm like, yes, give Andrew his thing. He did he did wonderfully and like he deserves all of it. But I'm like, they were also really good too. So don't forget about them. Um, but yeah, anything else about the tick, tick boom? I think that's it. I enjoyed it. I guess that's another <laughs> uh, Lin-Manuel thing is... He likes things with ick boom somewhere in yep, the... <laughs> it's true. He likes the boom metaphors. In the show, but yeah. So we, we saw some good stuff we lately. We did see some While stuff. we were away. Away. Um, but yeah, I'm sure we'll do an episode on, on Bond at some point. We'll do a Hawkeye episode uh, when that's done. We'll do a Spider-Man episode Spider-Man. after we see that. But yeah, anything else to... Wrap everything up in a neat little bow. We watched the Oswald short short film. <laughs> yeah. Where's the scarf, Jake? Where's the scarf, Jake? That was just very much whether you realize it or not. The Family Guy thing of Where's my money, man? Where's my money? I just wanted to mention it because uh, Dylan O'Brien is great in everything that he's in. Oh yeah, <laughs> like the Rick and Morty thing. Where's my scarf, oh. Jacob? Where is it? Where's my scarf? We did watch that. We did. It I just it's technically a film, so I brought it up. And at this point, eligible for Oscars. It's true. It played in a theater. In a theater. theater. I think you have to do it for at least a week, so I hope she kept doing that for a little while to be. I have eligible. no idea. <laughs> but I just know I heard that Taylor Swift announced that Dylan O'Brien was gonna be one of the leads and I was like what? <laughs> what? What? And, you know, it just, it made my day. Happy birthday to me. Yeah. We also went to Disney. We did. I got a lightsaber. You did. So that happened. We rode <laughs> that wasn't all a movie, of the rides. That wasn't a movie, but Yeah. I mean, it was, it's at a land themed around movies. Indeed. Mm. And. Quite. All the Star Wars stuff was dope. It was so cool. Getting to walk out in front of like a bunch of stormtroopers while wearing Poe slash Finn's jacket was thrilling and also nerve wracking <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. I was like, ooh, my thump thump. But it was Do you recommend? It was very fun. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. We... Maybe we could maybe do an episode on theme parks and stuff. Oh, I can talk about theme parks all day. I know. I like theme parks i can talk about ones then not have them be updated because i haven't been in a while yeah <laughs> da, 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 da. so thank you so I kept, much 
I kept trying to think of the Eternals thing came back to me, and I'm like, maybe I did say it. I don't know. I mean, you uh, you did stop and be like, oh, oh. I think this may have been it, but if not, it doesn't matter because I'm going to do it anyway. We had a Game of Thrones reunion. Oh, yeah. We knew we had to. They had to do it. Yep. Rob Stark, Jon Snow, looking at each other and in the face. And he still died. <laughs> and, you know, if I had a nickel for every time that Richard Madden was, like, supposed to be this great character and then his character was killed off in favor of Kit Harrington's character moving forward, I would have a, a dime. I would have 10 cents. But it's weird that it happened twice. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And if you... And Kit Harrington is still clueless. <laughs> so... You know nothing, Dane Whitman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's about it. Sweet. Thank you so much for tuning in to Talk Nerdy to Me, baby. We are doing our best at getting stuff to your eardrums. And hopefully you will come back again on our next episode that will go up on a Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. <gasps> okay, I remember the actual thing. What? Thank you for doing that. You you brought it back. The the one thing that became sentient, um, that like absorbed the Eternals and was like, oh, I have thoughts now. And he showed up at the last battle, uh, the one voiced by Bill Score Scored. Um, remember at the end he was like, "Oh yes, oh, I have sentient thought." The, and you've been the, the the demon thing. Yeah, and he was like, "You've been hunting the me. deviant." The deviant, and he and he's like, "Oh, now I have thoughts, and you know, I'm I am sentient and have all of these things." And it, you know, I there was room there for it to be like I thought it was gonna be something of like, "Hmm, do we need to fight each other, or are we just doing this because we were told to?" And up, oh, he's dead. Yep, he did the. Uh... Oh, my underworld slice head slide thing. <laughs> so that that was it. That was the thing. I was just like, oh, man, there was something there. Like, you could have explored, but nope. But nope. Anyway, that anyway. was it. I feel better now. And you can feel better, too, if you want to tweet us, Instagram, talk to us, DM, whatevers. We are all around the internet where I am Amory by the Sea. Yes, you are. My turn. I'm Case Crusader. And we will love to hear from you. Hopefully you are happy to hear our voices again, just as much as we are happy for you to hear them. And I don't know, share this episode with a friend of yours who you also want to go see movies with. Yeah, I'm just trying not to laugh because I'm just, I finally noticed looking back of you smushing Snorlax's face with how you're sitting. It is true. Snorlax is a nice cushion and likes to support me, unlike someone who keeps interrupting me. Oh yeah, we got the Pokemon games. And we'll talk about that in a different episode. Yay! Goodbye! Goodbye! Goodbye.